In this edition of the Lace Out Podcast, the boys talk about the blue sprouting, the death of scoring, Sauce and Joe, St Kilda blowing it again, and much more. Hosted by Chris Pepper and Jamie Wallace, we bring you your footy each and every week, just how you want it, Lace Out. Now, on with the episode. Everybody loves Tuesday night. I tell you who loves Tuesday night, everybody. Everyone from Torquay to Trinidad and Tobago to Tottenham to Taylor's Hill, they all tune in. Eight o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time for the single greatest podcast in the history of AFL football. It's Lace Out, talking about how you want your footy. Lace Out. With Peps, with J Dog, a massive round of football has hit the strides i tell you what i am pumped for footy j-dog it's great to have you back again how could you not be pumped after an introduction like that heritage night celebrating the death of local football or not celebrating but we'll get to that later on but the j-dog's here we can't have a show we can't be lace out i'm lace he's out you can't have but one without the other great man you must be floating on cloud nine at the moment one game clear Top of the ladder. Oh, you know, just um, we, t- we take it one week at a time. Um, you know, we just, whatever whatever comes our way as a team, we, we look at it together and we get with the boys and we chat about it and then we um, just you know, move on to next week and that's how we're looking at the moment, just one week at a time. Good, you're a wanker. Can't you just say, yeah, mate, I'm loving it, one game above. You're hoping for the season to be cancelled. Yeah, you know, we it. just don't try to we just try and just take it one week at a time as a boy with a group and Kenny gets us in and he has a bit of a talk to us. Um, and, you know, we're just focusing on our opponents just one week at a time at the moment. Do you reckon Kenny, do you reckon Kenny loves his own bathwater, the way he was standing in the middle of the circle, giving himself a clap, drenching himself, <laughs> drenching himself? Uh, Look, but- as much as I give Kenny shit and, oh, God, I, I, I'm not going to bring back our last three years of podcast history, but... I love the fact that he's in so emotionally invested sometimes, and uh, yeah, he gets ahead of himself, and I love it. You, you, you've, you. Now we must admit, right? We must admit. For anybody who hasn't been listening to the great show that is laced out, I must admit. Before we go into it, everybody who tunes in every Tuesday night and throughout the week on the podcast, we love you. We couldn't do a show without you. There's people already on the chat asking Jamie if Peps is representing East Keeler with his beautiful brown and gold jersey on. Who are you wearing? Uh, I've just gone with a bit of Franklin's no name. Okay, so um, no, David Calthorpe, who played for East Keelor, 1993 Premiership star, did not carry this jumper to Premiership glory. There's only one great man who's worn this jumper all the years, and that's moi, number six. Selling Jamie, see all the finger marks in the back of the jumper? That was all my opponents trying to catch me over the years. (laughs) Never got near me. Too fast, too silky, too smooth. A bit like the way Port Adelaide are playing at the moment. Mate, I was pumped for you. I watched a bit of your. I watched a, a good port, a part of your game on the weekend. Can you just tell me what the difference between Port Adelaide last year and Port Adelaide this year is? Because I reckon there's just one thing that's made a complete difference from what I've observed. Uh, probably two things. I think it's the. Um, I think we've got our our back defense. Um, we're not pushing too far. We're, we're not pressing too high. We're actually getting back a little bit, but also having three targets up for, we've got Charlie Dixon, who is on fire. We've got uh, Todd Marshall, who's also a target. And as much as Justin Westhoff, I literally wanted to choke him out 
I sent you a text. I know you I did. sent you three quarter at three quarter, and I I can't repeat it because we're a PG show here, Peps. I'll tell, you, having, I'll tell you what he said. Bloody Westoff, get out of the way. It was just, <laughs> he was going berserk. My screen, brand new phone, and the screen was smoking with the uh, rapidness of your text. Westoff, you'll just get him down back. Get him down back. I, I, I just think as a unit now, we're playing a lot better and our defense has got better, but our forward line having a fit Charlie Dixon makes a huge difference to our team, like any big forward does. Oh, no, no, no. You know what the difference is in my eyes? You are playing attacking football while everybody's playing defensive. It's as yeah. simple as that. You look at the teams that are sitting the top of the la- towards the top of the ladder at the moment. They're all attacking teams. Yeah, but I mean, we've been the number one team for forward fifty entries for oh, two seasons now, and it hasn't got us anywhere because we haven't had a forward line. Where now we've got that. So, yep, good observation, Peps. Thank you very much. Um, now it's good. It's good. Um, get a few comments on the hair tonight. Got a bit of the Lego man going. It's heritage round and I've gone heritage hair as well. Uh, yeah. Going with my grade six comb over. And pretty I much like the it. same haircut I've had for the last 30, 41 years. So 44 years, nothing's changed. But no, you're playing fantastic football. GWS, they are a tease. I think we even said, and mark us down tonight, 14th of July, 2020. Put this one in the vault if we actually could afford one. Gold Coast will win a premiership before GWS ever do. <laughs> lock, lock it in. Lock it in. Ted. How can you have that much talent on the park and not be able to deliver? Peps, I did this last season. I said to you that Gold Coast... Uh, Jesus will know in a premiership now for many, many, many years. Yep. And I almost got kicked off the podcast. You are, you are, you've got a, it's like you're swimming with an open wound in a water full of sharks. You are just tempting fate. Well, you know where there's lots of sharks up at the Gold Coast and they are flying. Well, except for the weekend, but we'll get onto that. They're the only team ever to have three, and I say three, rising star nominations in the first six rounds. They had Rowell in round two. They had Buderick in round three. And then they've come out with Isaac Rankin, round six. Didn't he just take the piss? Did he just take the piss? should have had him. You should have. You could have. And you didn't. He is. He just took the piss. Yeah. He is taking the piss. Oh, okay. Um, Saying that, we got, we got, we got, we did it right out of it. <laughs> uh, you did get all right out of it, but you know, look, they, they play, look, you guys are playing all right. I'll have a chat about the tees a little bit later because we had a bit of a chat about them last week, and I was going to go absolutely postal if the tees had lost. For some reason, we get double chat at the moment, so I might have to do a bit of resetting on the chat, but we'll leave it at the moment. I was going to go absolutely postal if Melbourne lost on the weekend with everything that happened, but I want to speak yep. about a team, and normally we we. We've been speaking about it for the last couple of years. We've been getting the fertilizer out. We've been, you know, teasing it a little bit, hoping for the sun to shine, and then it goes dormant again. Another year comes out. We're thinking they're gonna, they're really gonna sprout, and they don't. But on the weekend, I think the little green shoots from Carlton, those little blue shoots, did they sprout? And did they sprout well over the doggies? I don't know what you take more out of. Do you take more out of the doggies win? I mean, the doggies losing by so much or the way Carlton won? 
Did you just say that the blue balls are sprouted over the Western Bulldogs? Yes, the blue – no, the blue boys. Oh, no, you said the blue balls. I'm pretty sure you said there the blue no, balls. no blue balls on this podcast, I can tell you now. Maybe from some people in the chat, maybe a few of our listeners might suffer from blue balls, but they played great football on the weekend. Good. They, I watched the last quarter of that. Yep. They were just – Pepping, bang, 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 bang. And then any time the doggies went down, it's going in for an open goal. Then there's Simos played 567 games for the club. They're still diving across the line trying to save things. Like someone said in the paper, they should stick that picture of him diving across the line up in the rooms and say, this is what we are about. Yeah, they – well, okay, Peps, did they play extremely well or are the Bulldogs really that bad? Ooh, I would say no. I give more. No, I'm going to give the credit where the credit's due, because the okay. doggies haven't been playing that bad of football this year. Haven't been playing fantastic no. football. They haven't played that bad. They got outplayed, outrun. Cripps didn't do a thing. Murphy didn't do a thing. Who's you know they rely on them quite a fair bit. Simpson yep. was lower than he normally was. They were magnificent. Yep. No, Magnificent. I, 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 I'm with you, Peps. I think that um, Carlton really played. Um, I think that's just that's just a teaser for the future, and oh. I think they're in the, the right direction. Do you reckon Big Sauce was just sitting there going, Stick that up, yeah. <laughs> I reckon he was just sitting there rubbing his hands together, tapping Joe on the thigh going, see you, babe. It's all coming together. It's all coming well, together. And later on... We'll be coming together. <laughs> <laughs> you just did not say I went that there. I went there. <laughs> As Ron we sing the song together, Jamie. As we sing the song together. Shut it down. Shut this. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to sue me for, really? My Cougar jacket at the back? The heritage jacket? Oh, it's been great 2020. It's been a great talking to you. It's worse. You know what? The year has been that bad. We might go mainstream. Oh shit! Shit! <laughs> they're going to um, launch us onto everybody. All right, nah, straighten they, up. They, they were, no, straighten up, son. Straighten up. Straighten up. Stop slashing outside leg and just you know uh, play the verb. Um, Carlton would just be going, aren't we great? And isn't Tiggy great? Because Sauce is in their revision, so whatever. That's unfortunate, nah, but that's the way the cookie You got to give him. You got to give him a bit of credit as well, too. But no, nah, that was the. Mate, from a guy that couldn't hit water, I've said it before, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Couldn't get a kick in a street fight. Levi Casbolt, mm. he went, he's kicking like a superstar. Yep. Huh? Yep. He's changed he, the ball drop just, as well. He's just changing his ball drop. He's changing everything. Yep. Oh, my goodness. It, just tell it what, looks Looks awkward though. It does look awkward. Jeez, we copped a bit of stick on the copped a bit of stick on the chat for um, you know, <laughs> Sauce getting a bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Are you surprised when you make a comment this like that? What happens when I wear the old brown and gold? I just I get you know white line fever. In this case, I get microphone fever. I just want to have a crack. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, but they're not playing well. The you know, if the Bond doesn't play well. The Bulldogs really struggle. Yeah. And they're almost they're almost 
they're almost one-dimensional in a way, aren't they? They've got some really hard attack of the ball. But outside yep. of that, if they don't get if they don't get into the swing of things, they're gonna they, they find it tough. Yeah, their targets. Norton's not down there, so they've got no one really to kick it to. So they are relying on the bond. Yeah, oh, and if you don't and if you don't give them the corridor, they just really struggle to move the ball down the line. They they just don't have targets for them to hit. No, they don't. They don't. And once again, their back line has to pick up things as well too. So yeah, they're not playing that well, and it's it's a little bit like Clarkson at the moment. It um, Clarkson's been under a bit of pressure with the Hawks and will be under a lot more pressure this week Ah, once they lose to the Ds because it is going to happen. Um, I don't, I, I don't yeah. know. Clarkson's copping it a bit as well too. So all these superstar premiership coaches who have been in, you know, I don't know what a premiership coach is to be honest because I've never had one. Uh, I'm, uh, but I think that yeah, they're, they're getting a bit of pressure. Beverage. More, a little bit of pressure starting to creep in. Clarkson, they've lit in the fire under him for the last couple of days. Well, Jordy Need to know what's has. going on there. Oh, not just him. Mate, Jordy was the only one who came out and said something. Everybody else has been, you know, you know, throwing things over the fence instead of saying something face-to-face. You know, Hawthorne supporters yeah. out there, what do you reckon? Is Clarko the man who's going to hang around for another five years and rebuild your list? Because I think he's done a Ross line. He's extracted everything he possibly can out of it. You need to maybe go back to the draft and pick up some players because you haven't got that much more to trade out. No. I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah. I think the list is aging and you can't just keep relying on picking up picks around that 18, 19, 20 mark, like just in the outskirts of um, the second, oh, sorry, the first round, second round, yeah. whatever the compensation picks happen after that. Um, sorry, before that. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think they are going to need to look at a new strategy. Whether mm. a rebuild, I don't know. I like to poke the bear. I like to poke the bear. I wouldn't poke Clarkson. I wouldn't go near him. I'm not that stupid. Yeah. I don't know. They have got an aging list. They have to make some cuts. Yeah. But is he? does he want to hang around for another five years? I don't know. Well, it's just that bottom end talent they don't have that are coming through. He's got um, middle aged kids coming out of his butt. Like he's got from the age of uh, 22 up to about 26, I think their age list. Yep. Um, and they're all from lots other, of really, all from I suppose, clubs like, almost too. like the, the Yep. But, Most you know, what you'd clubs. call um, pretty good players, but none of them are role players. No. Like yeah, Patton we, we, isn't a role player, the superstar at the front. Chad Wingard is a superstar oh, in the middle. Oh, the Chad is now the bad. <laughs> but you know, you've got these players there that just, um, that just, it's it's not working in that middle age group at the moment. It's not working mm. at all. I don't know. Mm. Look, yeah, it's going to be interesting. They're going to be playing my mob on Sunday this week. The D's, and I reckon last week, Goody went out. And listen to me. I said, Goody, Simo, number 30, you know, number 36, listen up to me, champ. You need to go down <laughs> to Barnings and grab that axe. I told you. Oh, number 37, just go and pick up an axe. Find the one that you want and swing it. And did he swing it? He swung it hard. And each one of the players that he brought in was magnificent. They just gave the structure. You had the big OMAC down back, let Freed Lever up. You had big Sammy Wiedemann down forward, another target. He was just making contest after contest. 
Jetta back in made a massive difference as well. So it was just, and Harley Bernal, just the class that we needed. And it just paid dividends. They played completely different footy. They were spotting up targets in the 50 instead of banging away. And the only way that they're going to get changes this week are due to injury or lack of form. Tommy McDonald probably won't play, even though he almost had his eye taken out. Thugs. Up there in Gold Coast. Yeah, because they had all their nails done at Tina's Salon before they went um, played. <laughs> so he won't play. They'll probably be bringing Mitch Brown. And uh, uh, Jay Lockhart, had did, I think he had about three touches for the game, might need a rest, and they've got plenty of others that they can bring in. I'm massively excited for the weekend because I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win well um, because we're playing at uh, Metricon Stadium again, which is our fortress. It's been a fortress for <laughs> us. It's been a fortress for us this year, totally. And I think we're going to go two in a row up at our, our fortress up in uh, Giant Stadium. We, we love it up there. We, we, we play there every week if we could, but we can't uh, just because of the deal that we have at the MCG. <laughs> what do you think, people? What do you think? People uh, are saying, ridiculous. you know, people are saying that Chad Wingard can't get three votes every week, can't get three kicks last week, won't get three kicks this week, you'll get smashed again. One trick pony, downhill skier. Um, <laughs> alrighty. Um, all right. Alrighty. All right. Go. Hey, yeah, Who else? All right. What, what other way are you going to try and get us ticked off the airwaves today? You know what? We're controversial. Hey, if Alan Jones could do this for goodness knows 50 years, I can do it for 50 weeks or 50 <laughs> minutes. Um, hey, do you know this is the first time since Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon and Richmond have all been in the top eight since round 10 and 12, 2013? Wow. Look at me go. Yeah, so you, think, you think that it's just all comedy on this great show, mainly by Jamie. We bring all the good facts as well too. So that's I've got plenty more where that came from tonight. Um, no, yeah. No, What's that? The AFL, the AFL got what they wanted. They wanted a very VFL-centric competition. They've got it. Because you all know that the AFL is biased towards VFL clubs. Well, we I reckon know. it's going to be a bit rich this week too because apparently what it looks like that – we're going to be kicked out of our out of our fortress because of COVID in Sydney. So now that's sprouting. They reckon everybody's going to go to Queensland. Yep. What are we just? Yep. You're hoping that this season gets called off because you're sitting at the top of the ladder. You don't want to go anywhere. No, because I want to talk about footy. I actually want to watch football. We can still talk about footy. We can talk about 2018. We could just find a week, um, every week, find a way to try and get us kicked off Facebook. Yeah. Oh, you reckon that they're going to kick us off Facebook? Wow, I'm just saying. Do you know how it works? World- so we're not going to get kicked off Facebook and we're not going to get kicked off Spotify or Apple Podcasts for the simple reason this. To be kicked off, you actually have to have people watching or listening for them to be offended <laughs> to then report us to get kicked off. We're a yeah, big pe- step away I from just- the first part. We're hopefully growing things. But you know what? And I, I did forget to say, even though we did beat Gold Coast, the, 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 the even harder pill to swallow is that they've got Anderson and King are probably going to be racking up votes as well too. Rising Star. So yep. they're going to probably have five Rising Star nominees this year. Yeah. Great call by the Lee Mac. Lee Mac picked that one out too. And by the way, thanks for your tip on the weekend. The first one was good. The second one, I fed it to my dog tonight because it was poo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the chat's the chat's fallen over. The server's no, broken. No. Nothing's going thought. right tonight. Do you see that? Nothing's going right. No. All right. The bump is back, or is it back? 
Have you ever seen a weekend in a while where so many bumps occurred like what we saw on the weekend? Just good, hard footy bumps? It was just bump fest. It was a bump fest. Uh, Is it the four main incidents? Yes. Two of them got fined. One of them's got suspension of two weeks, which is Shield, and they're going to the tribunal to challenge it. Yeah. Which I heard something interesting, and if it's true, they're a sham, that club. If, I've, if, if what I've been reported is true about one of their defence mechanisms, they are a farce, Essendon. And all you Essendon supporters out there, if your club has done this, you're clutching at straws. And then you've got Ben Long, who got – what, he get – He's just gone straight to the tribunal. I don't think they've released what he's got yet. So we're at the time Please. of at the time of the broadcast and record, we haven't got an answer of what's going on with those two at the moment. So I do, had, I do. Oh, you do? I do. I do. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait a second. God. I've already told the news fourteen times. Right. <sighs> Jamie Wallace coming in Stop. with um with his, uh, I don't know, announcement. Half five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, yeah. tell us what's going on. Um, St. Kilda's Ben Long has received a three-game suspension for a bump um, on the weekend that he dished out to the unlucky three weeks. Three man, Sean Darcy from uh, Frio. Sean Darcy, he hit Sexy three weeks. Time. Sexy time. <laughs> Sexy time. That's what he's going to be doing for the next three weeks up on the hub. Is a little bit of sexy time. Yeah, because yeah. So we got three weeks, did he? Have you got the, the the official ruling in front of you there? Why and when and everything else behind it? Why the three weeks? Yeah. Um. So 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 so, so it's saying AFL uh, legal bullshit. Saints blah. Um, match review officer Michael Christian originally classified Long's bump as careless conduct, severe impact, and high con conduct, mm. which resulted in direct referral to the tribunal. <laughs> ban for that set of classifications is three matches. <laughs> uh, I've just had a crack at Lee Mac for my, for the horse race, and his response was, "The jockey on the second one rides like that again. You'll be back at Aston Circus, quick smart." <laughs> he's quite he's quite witty for a bald guy with glasses, Lee Mac. His birthday's coming up shortly. So we'll wish him <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, yeah, so Pickett got Pickett got a fine. Rowan got a fine. Long's got three weeks. I think maybe a week light. I would have liked to have seen him get four. Shield, he has to get a has to get a minimum of two. Has to get a minimum of two. Now I've heard that he, and when I say he, he and his defence team have gone in using the footage of when Cochin took out Canelio in the prelim and just saying, well, you gave that one off, you've got to give this one off. If we rewind the tape, Cochin should have got weeks for that one. Yeah, I don't think anyone disagreed with that right. other than the people at the fight. Exactly. Are they kidding me? Are they kidding me? He has taken the bloke off. They were 
a minuscule away from a broken jaw, fractured cheekbone or whatever. And that's what annoys me with this stupid way it's set up is because it's always on the outcome and not the, the, the actual incident itself. If I said he came out with a broken jaw from that, you'd go, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, five weeks, six weeks. But he comes out with nothing. It's, oh, it wasn't that bad. You've got to stamp it out because it's not about the now. It's for the 10, 15 years down the track when things start to go wrong, when the concussion sets in, we get a greater understanding of what's going on. You have to. Got to make yeah, a stand, no. and I don't think the AFL have the nuggets to do it. Yeah, but you've you've also said to me when I've said the same sort of things that it's a contact sport, and these things also just happen in the speed and what's required of the game. Oh, you know what? I'm hearing people saying Cochin was playing the ball. Oh, you're talking he about might back have been, then. but he still took him out. Shield ran past it, waved to it, went from zone one to zone two, and then hit. Oh, I think that Shield should get four, three as a minimum. Four is probably about right for yeah. me. No. Nah. Fair enough. Only because if it was two, if it was two, um, he would have got given that straight away by the um, match review panel. But this is going straight to the tribunal, which means it's going to be more than two, I think. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be, it has to be two. I reckon it will be two because they can't give it three if Benny Long's got three. You yeah. can't say that's three. One's gone. Concussion. One hasn't. So, yeah. Yeah. Radio. Um, Richmond. What's going on with them? Because they were poo on the weekend. Were they poo or was Sydney poo? Oh, where do you want to start? Okay, let's talk about the coaches. Um, first off, is it fair for Dimmer to have a crack at the Sydney Swans game plan, coach versus coach? Is that a fair thing to say in the media? Uh, if I had a bullet sound in the soundboard, I'd be going bing, 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 bing as he deflects everything. We might have to, we might have to call Dima Harwick the shield because he just deflects everything. His team yep. played shit on the weekend and he yep. was trying to deflect that away from what happened on the weekend. That played yes. awful. And to have a go at another coach's tactics – and if you view the footage, because they've shown it on a couple of the shows, they showed it on uh, on the couch, they showed it on, I think on Footy Classified as well. I think it was Mills was the backman. He was standing there. It was his player that went kick chasing that made it look like they had an extra player down back. He just stood yeah. there. He just stood there. He, they were allowed to have six backmen down there, and there were six. So oh, yeah. It didn't make any sense. The score, Richmond's score of four goals, 10 versus Sydney was the second lowest score by them in the AFL era. Yeah. Well, that, that's yep. how bad, that was an atrocious game. I've got another well, theory why. I've got another theory why. Mm-hmm. Because here's another theory why they're always complaining at the moment. Here's my other one. Get ready for this. Because the footballers these days are not footballers. They're athletes who can kick the ball around a little bit. Oh, here okay. we go. No. We're back on the No, week. we're going to go with this one. They've got no <laughs> wet weather skills because they play in all of these perfect arenas. It gets a bit wet. Here's the other thing. Because they have to have brand new footballs all the time, they're that slippery. They're not kicked into them. N- normal football, which is played outside of giant stadiums, Uses yep. your balls that have been kicked in that have had a bit got a bit of grip to them as well too. Rough, yep. Yeah. Don't 
give me that the, the skills are crap is because they don't train in the wet. They don't, if it rains, oh, I can't. The football, you know, the players, ALPCA or whatever, won't let us go out and train in the rain because we'll get a flu. <laughs> Mess up my Instagram posts. They don't play out in the wet. They don't train out in the wet. Brand new footies. Yep. It's perfect conditions. It's not going to be like that all the time. Okay. Well, that's... They can't, kick, the they can't kick both feet. They can't mark over. Not everyone can mark over their head. Just put your head over the ball, not that hard. Yeah. One, one of the guys who's in the chat at the moment, Ross Bartlett, absolute superstar of the Cougars, premiership player in 1992, put his head over the ball all the time. He's got a head like a beaten favourite now, but, geez, I'll tell you what, he was inspirational. Didn't have the greatest skills in the world, but he'd have a crack every single week. He loved it in the wet. Yeah. It's like sub-zero. On Melbourne Cup Day. Just loved it. <laughs> Love the wet. Okay. So that's it. So players, good, good players would dominate in the dry and they dominate in the wet. St. Kilda yeah. were kicking big scores in the ground that they deliberately bogged in the early 80s than what these guys are playing in perfect conditions with a bit of drizzle. Don't get me started, yeah. mate. Don't get me started. Don't have to. You start yourself. Don't get me started. Just play in the wet. Get some skills, for God's sake. Well, what, Richmond now uh, have been, there's now three games this season where they've kicked under seven goals or something like that, I yep. think. Yep. That's that's on them, surely. You can't tell, you can't say that three opposition teams have decided to do what Sydney done, which is flooding, which has been around since the late 90s with, with Ruzi doing the same sort of thing. It's not as if the flood is a brand new tactic used in this one game and it shook everyone to the core. No, absolutely not. Play around it, play through it, kick shorter, get people through the flood. Don't, mate, people don't – this is the problem with the game. No one takes risks. The teams that are taking risks at the moment, your team plays with risk. High yep. risk, high reward. They're too scared to do these things. Yeah. Peps, do you think that the modern footballer um, – Focus enough on their skills. They spend more on their freaking skills of which way is my hair going. Do you think um, the modern football is probably a bit more of an athlete than, a, than an old school footballer? Seriously, dude, where were you five minutes ago when I started my rant? Of course they are. It's <laughs> shocking. And if I'm wrong, leave a comment. If I am wrong on that, leave a comment. But if I'm right, <laughs> tell me I'm right. Oh, I'll tell you what. That- I'm Isn't telling you what, there are a lot of listeners will leave a comment on our Apple podcast page saying, Peps, you're a pretty good looking bloke, but your opinions are pretty much right. You're a guy that's played a lot of footy, and I say, damn right, over 400 games, 377 at the Cougars, wearing this fantastic jumper. Got a surprise for you all later, listeners. Oh, um, God, that, that, yeah. that's just worth it. You just take the bait every Oh, mate, time. you throw that burly out and I'll bite that bugger. All right, okay. So you mentioned something. We mentioned something about the score. Now, I'm getting a little bit serious now because I've actually done some research this week. Okay. I went back over the last 10 years. So I've gone this year being an anomalies, but I'm including it because I'm going on the averages, right? I've also gone 2019, 2015, 2010. Because people have been talking about, oh, the scoring, the scoring, the scoring has gone down, scoring has gone down. Do you know how much an average it actually has gone down in the last, so from 2010 to now, how many goals difference there is a game? 
on average. Ten. No. Oh, actually, you could be almost ten. Ten goals a game. Yeah, let's go ten goals right. a game. Okay, so let me go through this. So, for the two, two teams. All right. So now the not two teams. We're just going scoring. So I've I've broken this down by 2010, 2000 and. 15, 19, and 20, because this year's the anomaly. So at the moment, we're looking at the average score being around about 62 points. At the moment? And the highest points percentage, uh, I mean, there's a different score ranges. 28, 28.5% or 28.3% of all scores are in the range between 36 points and 53 points. Right, so we're saying almost a third of the scores are in between 36 and 53 Mm. That's that's this season. That's six goals. Yeah, six to eight goals. Each team is kicking. All right. Yeah, same to me. All right. And for, and like for the people on there saying it's like watching letters and numbers, um, yeah, and it's probably another show you wouldn't even know how to spell or read. So if you want to give me a crack, give me a crack. Put your name to it. All right. Uh, last year, the average score last year was eighty points. So we've already dropped three goals since last year. Three goals already. Now you can say the shortened quarters, all right, maybe take a goal off each quarter. That might make it, all right? You then got um, 31% of all scores are in the 72 to 89 bracket. So once again, that's jumped another, uh, what are we looking at? 12 goals, probably looking at about a four-goal difference there, right? Okay. I'm building, I'm, I'm building this. You're building this. I'm building a little thing. Yep. All right. So this is going to go up in the graphics. 2015, okay. 86 was the average score, and 24% of all scores were in that 72 to 89 range. Okay. But this is the clacker. So we're going 10 years ago, only 10 years ago, the average, average score, both teams would kick in a game, was 90 points. And 25% of those scores were between that 79 to 89 mark, and it was a little bit higher after that. So we're looking at 180 points a game, in 2010, all the way down to 124. Mm-hmm. How can you have that much of a difference in 10 years? It just looks that like to me that... That is shit. I'll it just looks it. like to me... That is shit. It just looks like to me um, that there are too many athletes running around the footy field. <laughs> <laughs> Going by that theory, you should go at number one in the draft. But it just goes to show that how the game has gone to the Scheisenhausen. It's all right. It was high scoring, throw- high scoring games, people kicking bags. The commentators now say if someone kicks four, that's a bag. That's not a bag. A bag's got to be at least six. I'm going to go with something here, Peps, and you're going to have to just agree with me because you're the host what? and you have to. You're ready. Yeah. Over this time, one of the biggest rule changes has been the reduction of interchanges. Has this had an effect on lower scores because uh, players are more fatigued? Have we got They're what people want? They're not fatigued, wanted? mate. They're not fatigued. They still flood. I'm just saying, Peps. No, it's because they're taught defence first. They don't attack. Malcolm Blight says it perfectly. I've never seen a team win with a lower score. So who cares if so, they kick? Who cares if they kick hundred points? If you kick hundred and ten, you're still going to win the game, aren't you? Can you tell me 
um, the biggest thing that footy always gets accused of is, oh, it's a scrum. It's a it's a scrum. Back in 2010, oh, it's a scrum. There's too many players get into the uh, to the drop of the ball and it turns into a scrum. Yeah. Well, last time I checked rugby, they're not getting scores of 90 or 82 or 76. It's a bit different. We mate. reduced. Don't, don't, don't be stupid. That's just be interchanges. Stupid. We reduced the number of interchanges because. Too many players are too fresh and they could run all over the ground and it was uh, causing congestion all over the ground. Yeah. Well, if you look at this and look at those people who said that 10 years ago, yep. I'd say they fucked it. The game was good back then. Now we've got this rolling scrum with no scores. So what do, you, what, what do people want? I just want scores, mate. I just, I'm getting fr- I'm getting out of <laughs> it took a fair bit to get out of that little wiggle there, Peps. I couldn't get the jumper off because my rig's so big. All right. <laughs> oh, who kicked the most VFL goals in the 80s, Pep? Uh, Ablett. I don't know. I'm not a statistician. I just You're not rain, man. You're not uh, rain, Pepper. I'm not rain, man. Um, um, but I have got the Cougars. This is the new. This is the Cougars jumper that they wore after they merged that. Well, look at that one, number six. Once again, stacks of finger marks. Peps, does my theory have any water, or does it hold any water? No, I don't think it does. Oh well, just stuff then. No, I've, I've, there's there's no theory behind it. Did you ever complain about the number of rotations? I've never complained about that. The problem is, mate, the coaches play defensive. Football first. They don't play attacking football. And prove it. Have a look at any fo- uh, down-the-ground footage when the ball is in a team's back line, the forwards always push forward, correct? Except correct. your mob are not doing it. You're leaving. You're parking Charlie Dixon normally at home at the moment, and that's working for you. Yeah. But if you get the ball kicked down into your forward line, there's usually a couple of people back. Hopefully. So they don't move defence too far up the ground, but they'll always move the forward. So when the players, and that's the thing, the players get the ball for the turnover and they look down the ground, they've got no one to kick it to. Yeah. But they're too scared to not, oh, we're going to have an outnumber. They're going to have 18 and we're going to have 17. But that's what I'm saying. If you hit the target with your kick, mate, the, the other 17 players on the ground aren't going to even come into it because you've got the ball, you dicks. That's what I'm saying. You basically. Well, can you, you say basic- that then, Jamie, instead of talking about freaking athletes and rotations and everything? Point. You're feeding my point. The, ro- the, the point of rotations is these players are now are too knackered to move from defense to attack that fast. Where 2010, they could sprint that. And move their zone and move their players further up. The players didn't move down the ground as much. The players those days wouldn't come out of the 50. There was heaps of zones back then. Not as bad as this. Not as bad as it is now. No, I do agree. Now it's really defensive. It's too defensive. Oh, nah. You know, they had had the flood. They overcame the flood. They had uh, Clarko's Cluster. They got over that. Then they had the they had the web that would go around the ground. They got over that. And then the AFL had to go and tinker with the rules again. And I'm not going to go on around the rules because that's normally a five-minute rant every episode of this beautiful podcast anyway. 
but it's not it's not good enough. It's absolutely not right. good enough. Right. Peps, thank you for that research. That was excellent. I, I have got I have got the graphic there. If people want to just have a quick read of there, let's have a look. Yeah, the people yeah, people okay. on the podcast can't read it, mate. Yeah, but on the webcam, I'm trying to oh, okay. um, encourage more people through and the video. Apparently, yeah. according to some of the comments on the chat, uh, it's making people are asking, uh, "Was that KFC?" <laughs> and they've actually fallen asleep. So you can wake up now, everybody. Um, what's on your mind, mate? What's crossing your uh, brow at this particular stage? What's caught your eye over the weekend? Uh, what have we talked about so far? We've spoken about the bump. We've spoken about your game theory, which is fantastic. I love that conversation. We've spoken about athletes. So we've, have we covered that enough, Peps? Never. Not until next uh, week. We've spoken about GWS. The, they're cooked. Gold Coast are going to win a flag before them. Spoken about that. Spoken about Carlton. Oh, I, suppose- oh, I have got one, but finish yours. Finish yours. Uh, I'm just going. I was just going to say, do you do you want to talk about Melbourne at all? No, or are you done with? I've that? already done with Melbourne. We're going to go uh, back to back this week. Do you want to talk about Joe Danaher getting injured Ooh, again? Oh, yeah. So how many weeks is he out with? Is it a calf strain? Is it a groin yeah. strain? Uh, is I've it got, a, a tweaked mustache? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but that's disheartening for Essendon people. Shattered for them. I really am. I'm shattered for them. So what do you want to talk about? I can see you're almost bursting out of your um, heel right. or jumper. Um, no, 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 no. Look, they're playing some good footy. I will actually say that. They are playing some pretty good footy. I didn't, funny enough, I didn't even pick them on the weekend to win. All right. And they're playing some good footy. I'll give credit where credit's due. <laughs> I even said at the start of the year when we we're doing our, our sort of ladders and what we thought, I I said that Essendon are going to have a crap year based on the amount of injuries that they had going through the whole preseason. Yeah. The, the, completely opposite to the way that other clubs have gone when they've had that many injuries. They, they're playing some good mm. football. Saharakis, he played an absolute st- – he had a cheeseburger stunner on the weekend. Yeah. When was the last time he kicked three goals in a game? Okay, statisticians out there, work that one for me. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's 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 brilliant. It is brilliant to see that. Okay. Yeah. And you know they got the they got the, um, Hurley and Hooker. They just hold the defense down. Back Sards coming off there. Connor McKenna. If he's not um, if he's not running the ball, he's getting mask abused by <laughs> other players from the other team from North. But <laughs> it just goes to show that North are just. They're one-trick ponies as well. Ben Brown, he's not getting a sniff of it. No. No. They're, they're going backwards fast. No wonder why no, wonder why no one wants to go there. Even <laughs> Tasmania don't even want them. Gold Coast don't even want them. No one wants them. The only thing, wow. the only thing valuable in North Melbourne is the real estate at the moment, and that's questionable. <laughs> You were almost bursting your skin there. What did you want to talk about? Oh, I did want to talk about one thing, but before I get to that, another interesting fact for you all. Do you know that there's only been five scores over 100 points so far this year? And who do they belong to? Do you know oh, that? I didn't go that far, mate. Jeez, you, <laughs> I didn't want to go down too far. But is that slightly disappointing considering there's been six rounds, six, uh, it's 54 games. Take out one for the Melbourne because of COVID McKenna. Brings it down to 53. So 53 games, we're looking at only 10% of games are reaching 100 points. 
So one of the one of the uh, the contributors, one of the lace out family, uh, Habibi Burmo, been with us since uh, day dot this year. Love him on the uh, love him coming in and being part of the chat. He said that first of hundred should get a bonus premiership point. I would say anybody who kicks over hundred points gets a bonus premiership point. Because in that case, those five teams, one of them being Carlton, I think your mob mm-hmm. might have done it twice in the first couple of rounds. So you would have had yeah. it, well, them, but put your six points in front of everybody on top like that. I have, you've got to have some top, um, I'm sorry, I've just lost it. I've just lost it. <laughs> I've just lost it. Yeah. You know I, no, you know when a comment comes in, you know, you know when a, com- yeah. a comment comes in. Oh, Lee Mack, he's look. I've known the bloke for years. He's, he's become one of my favourites again. First team not to have a sexual charge or a D and D to get an extra pick in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost it. So yeah, I, I I wholly agree. Don't kick the ball backwards. Uh, yeah, it's play on unless it's in your back fifties. I reckon in the back 50, you have to have a little bit, a little bit, yep. If we go by those rules, Collingwood won't even have a team. Full stop. Yeah. So what are we talking about, the 100? The, yeah, about 100 the... rule. So I like the 100 rule. And I do like kicking yep. backwards is play on. The other one I wouldn't mind seeing, the one I, I, I really get peeved with is tackle the curls, ball goes to ground, but then the third or the fourth person get on top. He's supposed to get the ball out. The umpires just should go boop, ball straight, ball it up straight away. Yeah. Because, mate, they've got no chance and they sit there and they wait thinking it's going to hatch and they don't. So they should call that straight away. Yeah. But what I was going to oh, – sorry. I know. I'm just thinking this this one this whole 100 thing, it just sounds like um, uh, there's more athletes and not enough footy players. Anyway, so um, I'm going to just ignore that one. I'll leave the adults can talk you, now. All right. What are my thoughts? All right. I promised something a couple of weeks ago about a certain team. And I said, because I was copping some grief on, on, on the chat and also uh, on the Facebook page and also uh, getting some you know, face-to-face messages. Stop picking on St Kilda. Stop calling us St Shit Kilda because we're good. You're actually not too bad, okay? And then they go out the previous week and they played some great football. I went, you know what, St Kilda, you are playing some pretty good ball at the moment. I am not going to call you shit Kilda anymore because you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it at all. Well, after what I witnessed in the last quarter on the weekend, you are Uh, back to shit Kilda. You are shit Kilda, and that is the reason why you are shit Kilda. How they let that game drop. Oh, was it a 43-point? Oh. Yeah. They were close to seven goals up, and they've done it again. They did it against North at the start of the year, if you remember. Mm, I know. They got 40-something points up. Then they're behind by goodness gracious how much. Then they get in front again. Then it gets close. With two minutes to go, they get in front again and they still happen to lose it. Also, Frio had no one on the bench. And they had no one on the bench. Mate, you're shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's just something about that club. You just think that they're going to take it to the next level. They're down. They they are downhill skiers. I um I watched the and first. I know quarter. downhill skiers because <laughs> I am one of them. Well, I watched the first quarter. I'm like, Jesus, thank Kilda, I just gonna shit this in. Um, and then I turned over, watched something else for a while, and then I'd come back at I ran three quarter time. I was like, what? has happened like what is happening here? and all the commentators are saying that free men have lost this player and they've lost that player but it, they, they literally just stopped playing dude jamie they were six goals up a quarter time six yeah. goals up a quarter time they were two two goals up at half time then they were behind at three quarter time and lost it and five yep. wasn't and five wasn't even get i didn't even know he was playing at one stage because it didn't even see him yeah, they're just lazy footballers. Absolutely, mate. We are getting bucket loads of rule changes in here. Umpires just throw the ball up straight away. Boundary umpires throw the ball in straight away. Nominate uh, the nominated ruckman. Scrap that. Just first two up, and the third one goes up. Stiff crappers. Same thing. They're, they're over the top. I've told you. Should third man up should be allowed to come up uh, over the ruckman. That's it. Third man up. Let it go. Move. Uh, Kick should be 20 to 25 metres. Everything should be just brought back into the way it is. And I even like, someone said earlier on, bring it down to 40 men and interchange and get them more fatigued. I'd love to see that. But you know what? And scrap the 666. It's ruining too many clubs. And, yes, there are too many athletes. Oh, God. Let's let's make it 20. Oh, let's make it 20 interchanges for the whole game. 40, you can only have 10 and whatever you do at three-quarter time. I have at, oh, at the breaks. Good. Yeah, at the breaks. 40, but whatever you can do at the breaks. I like that. And then, oh, jeez. Oh, Tell you what, has it, been, it has been a bumper episode tonight. Absolute corker. Oh, it has. And bring the mullets back too. Uh, and no tattoos on players. I don't want no – and shit tats. You should get denied a draft pick if you draft anyone with shit tats because there's a lot of shit tats out there. Ben Stratton's um, not the worst. Looks like he got, I just, uh, got gang attacked by a kindergarten class. Peps, you know how I have a a man love, a man crush on Ollie Wines? Yeah, and that man crush has wanted to trade him over the last two and a half years. I'm going to say that I have uh, another, another man to add to the bed for me. Okay. And that name is Zach Butters from Port Adelaide. Zach Butters? If you just YouTube Zach Butters, yeah, he is he is more annoying than I am. That's and you've worked with me for a long time. Yeah, I've worked with you for a long time. And you put um, yourself on mute like an idiot. No. You're on mute. You're an idiot. You're on mute. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. <laughs> this is complete amateur hour from you. I'm not on mute. Take yourself off mute, you idiot. Yes, Hold your on. camera. I can see you talking, but you're still on mute. I'm not on mute. You. Actually, listen, that's pretty good. This is just you and am I having I, a chat now. We've got the real people in no, the room. No, you can hear me. This is great. Pips can't talk. Um, can you so hear me? everyone, look at Zach Butters. Look on YouTube. Uh, he, he's fantastic. He's wonderful. He's more annoying than I am, and I've been can more annoying me? to Peps than ever before. So I, look at uh, him. Jamie, can you hear um, me? Peps is Jamie. such a dickhead that he actually can't even turn out how to unmute himself. Oh, no, so, I unmuted. I just didn't know whether you were just taking the piss. No, you actually muted yourself, you idiot. Oh, Mate, I've just had stuff going on in the background. I've lost the images again. 
It's just <laughs> like, it's all your fault. This is great. Oh, it's great. goodness. Goodness me. Um, now, listen, oh, I, think, that was, I, think I think we're at the end of this. We're at the end of that this. That was the best one we ever had together, listeners, because Peps was on mute. I'm sure, the, I'm sure all can agree. Nah. Nah. <laughs> My milkshake's bringing the girls to the yard. Hey, um, hey, that has been a, mate, that's been an absolute cracking episode. How much stuff did we get covered off tonight? Listeners, before we finish up, we're at the 52 minute mark. Let's go for a couple extras. Any last minute questions that you have, any last opinions that you want to throw them in the chat, leave them in our Apple podcast, leave them on the Facebook page because without you, we don't have a show each and every single week. Um, final thoughts, got, Jamie? Yep, go I've for it, mate. Two questions, two quick ball yep, gets. Yep, go for it. Um, are young players identified early enough as football players? Sexy time. <laughs> and question number two. Um, do we encourage um, genuine footballers through the draft or do we just focus on the athletes? You are a bad man and you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, this has been an absolute, listeners, viewers, everybody, an absolute belter of an episode. Look, we're on our way out now. Um, most importantly, Share this episode with everyone and say, look, you've got to have a look at these two absolutely good-looking blokes. Have a listen to them. They're on every Tuesday night, 8 p.m., putting on a show. We love it. Be part of it. Be part of the show. We're getting laughed at. It's just to let everybody know on the podcast tonight and out there on the chat, this has been the highest-rated episode for chat activity in the history of of Lace Out Live. So thank you very much. And there's only one person who I can thank more than enough for their contribution to the show week out, week in and week out, and that's you, my friend. Is that me? No. Hey, um, yeah, I couldn't resist. Oh, by the way, one last thing. Um, anybody here live in the postcode of 5792? Anybody? Mm. Do you know what the postcode of 5792 represents, Jamie? 5792? Yeah, that's no. the postcode of days since Essendon won last, days since Essendon last won a final. <laughs> oh, you love your stats, Lace Out. Hey, have a great night. Have a great night, listeners. Have a great week. On behalf of me and J Dog, once again, I have to ask you, Jamie, how do you like your footy, mate? Like it, Lace Out, Peps. That's how I love it. Have a great week, listeners. Go, Dees! And wait for Thursday yep. night. Next episode, tipped out with Lace Out. Your tips every week. <laughs> have a great week, listeners. Bye, Ron. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.